0: Hello listener, this is Alex from the Fumbled Anthology. Liam, myself and our cast are very excited to share this playthrough with you, but it would be remiss of us not to inform you that this particular series contains depictions of sexual violence and domestic violence, so listener discretion is advised. If this brings up anything for you, i put some resources that may help in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Now, on with the show. Previously on Cold Warning...
1: I'm looking for my goddaughter, Marilyn.
2: She was in Bangor Hospital a month ago with a very, very intriguing infection of some kind.
0: One night, I saw Marilyn looking up at the stars, you know? It was like a sick bird or something.
2: Tell me more about this sample that you sent.
0: She was vomiting or discharging a lot of blue mucus, and it was disgusting.
2: What was her temperature? 41 degrees 41 degrees celsius fahrenheit 41 degrees how's that possible
3: i'm trying to find him, dominic strella it seems joseph got entangled with him
1: excuse me you're telling me my goddaughter's husband has shot himself and has passed away what proof do you have of this
0: that's what they're saying in the papers miss there is a note winter haven hunting lodge
1: i do not want to go to the hunting lodge by myself i think that would be foolish
0: yeah uh...
3: Bryce and store said, you could give us a ride and deliver this package. It's
0: about three dozen linen fitted sheets.
2: Why, why, why would a lodge need three dozen white fitted sheets? I, I guess accommodation purposes, I suppose. But
0: What you fail to notice is a large mass suddenly colliding with the front windshield of your car. <laughs> it's just a deer. Come on, grab a leg. You notice quite a few injuries on this deer that don't... Align with a car crash. Uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, hang on, Teddy. I I, I don't think we th- I don't think we killed this thing. I think someone something else has.
1: I, I saw something kind of human, but but not human.
0: Hello, uh, welcome to Winterhaven. Hello, Percy. Oh, how do you know my name? Oh, the universe knows many things. She grabs your grabs your gloved hand, and then all of a sudden you just see trees, and you're outside. What? What? You see, out of the tree line, it appears to be a humanoid figure. And as this thing walks towards you, it opens its mouth and blue bile comes out. Help me. Help me. Help me. Uh, Are you all right? You all right, Percy?
2: What on earth did you just do?
0: The Fumbled Anthology presents Cold Warning Based on the Call of Cthulhu scenario written by Scott David Anielowski With adaptations written by Alex Green Featuring Emily Moxon as Mari Cleden,
1: the only way that we can work that out is by talking to these people and by piecing things together logically.
0: Liam Braid as Professor Percy Weaver.
2: She had a temperature. She, she had a temperature of forty-one degrees Fahrenheit. She should be dead. And introducing
0: Jan Roger as Teddy Clifton, PI.
3: My friend mentioned a uh, Windigo or something. Do you know? Any characteristics about them?
0: Alex Green is your keeper of arcane lore. And everyone else. Part 5 The Doctor is in. Right, Percy.
2: What on earth did you just do?
0: What? Give me a sanity roll. What,
2: what? What was that? What did you just do? Did you drug me? Uh, success. Success. Okay. Uh, you hold it together. You, you you drugged me, didn't you?
0: What? No. What What are you talking about? Are you all right? You just sort of blanked out. Uh,
2: get away from me, and I just get away from her.
0: Yeah. Okay. And oh, uh. Are you, are you alright? What happened?
2: Uh, I'll probably just take the key and storm up to the room that they've given me.
0: Okay. Sure. Um, I guess what Marie sees, because she's also in the same room, um, do you want to give me a spot hint to see if you noticed any of that?
1: Yep. Oh yeah, I do.
0: Yeah, so all you, you just saw Hannah, uh, grabbing Percy's hands. And then percy just sort of like almost went into like a catatonic state he just sort of like mouth open eyes went blank and he's sort of like sort of like hanging back in his chair and then all of a sudden he just snaps back and he's that's when he starts saying what have you done to me did you drug me um so that's what you see uh so percy storms up to his room all right meanwhile while that all that's happening we'll go back to teddy clifton who's in the car uh, with the the man and they're driving down to where Eddie is. Yeah, Eddie.
3: Yeah. Is the is it like cloudy at the moment? I'm
0: guessing like. Yeah. It's you, it's hard to say, but like, yeah, it's. There's definitely dark and there's like the light. The headlights are on and there's snow coming down and it's getting quite hard and the wind's starting to bluster in. Yeah. Um. What was his name again? Uh, you didn't ask him for his name. You can yeah. ask him. If oh you yeah. Like,
3: what was your name again, man?
0: Oh, uh, Ashak. Uh, it's Ashak. um. Yeah, it's Algonquin. Uh, I'm a I'm an indigenous. Ah. Yeah, uh me and my my folks have been living on this land now for uh, I would say I know, thousands of years almost. All oh, right. Yeah. As as for me personally, I mean, I've been living up here this way for a while. Um me and my wife, uh we uh, we got a job working at Winter Haven and uh, it's it's pretty good. We oh, like it cool. here pays well Yeah. Yeah, it pays reasonably well for what I do. I basically look after the place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: was uh bringing up a bunch of sheets actually.
0: You oh, a yeah. lot
3: of sheets apparently. Oh,
0: you got the you got the delivery apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, the 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 boss said that uh, he wasn't able to go down for a little while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's What's okay. What's up with
3: uh, with having so many sheets? Is he just stocking up for something or?
0: I honestly don't know. Nah. To be honest with you. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't deal with that. That's more of my wife. She's the housekeeper, so she might know more about it than me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where'd, you say, where'd you say Eddie was?
3: Oh, you just keep going. It'll be uh, off on the okay. right. Just oh, okay. As we oh,
0: oh, you, oh, so back on the road. Okay. And he yeah. Sort of, so he's back sort of towards Hudson. So what's your name?
3: Uh, Eddie. Friends call me Ted.
0: Oh, Teddy, huh? Well, nice to meet you. What yeah. brings you to Winterhaven?
3: Uh, just looking for an old friend. Uh, Strollo, if you know the name. Uh, don't think
0: anyone's checked in by that name.
3: Uh, he usually use a uh, different alias. He likes to keep private.
0: Oh, alias. Good on. old.
3: Yeah, good old dummy. Yeah. Dominic?
0: I be su- uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a few people are using aliases here and there. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> It's just the way things are with these hotels, you know, anybody could just write their name in any... Write their name in the ledger and, and do whatever they want, really. Yeah. It's not, not for us to know. Oh, no,
3: that's anyway. very I some anonymity. Mm. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Do you know, uh,
0: Joseph or Marilyn? Joseph? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know a Joseph. I don't okay. know a Marilyn, no. So, like, Stewart's a good boss and everything? Oh, uh, Stuart? Yeah, yeah he's pretty good. No, yeah, he's, good. He, he's... He's alright, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. Um, you can give me a psychology roll if you like. Yeah.
2: So is he suggesting he doesn't know Stuart's brother?
0: Uh, 83, so fail. Once yeah, again. He, he's probably telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, good. he seems he like a good boss. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's alright. He... He treats us okay, you know. Pays on time, the work isn't too hard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you eventually arrive at the crash site. Uh, what do you want
3: to do? Uh, yeah, direct and get him to pull up so that way the headlights are facing towards the car.
0: Yep. Okay. The headlights, uh, are facing the car. Uh, you notice that the car is covered in blood more blood than what was on there before. There is also no sign of Eddie Bouchard. Oh, All right, yeah. I will look no, to No, Eddie Bouchard! can
3: um, keep the car running and stay in the car, and hold, oh. reach over and pull out my gun, and just sort of unlock the door and just look around. Yeah,
2: no, no okay. likeable NPC survives these things.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you get out of the car, and yep. you head towards um, cool. the the crash site.
3: Yeah, I'm, and I'm, like, looking around, I'm just like shit. Like, it was, yeah. so I'm just
0: probably a you notice on. the driver's side door has been ripped off its hinges. Okay. That's the first thing you notice, and you notice Nothing. a trail of a trail of blood in leading from the the driver's side, like the the driver's seat, uh, and then big red crimson streak along the road, and then into the- uh, along the snow, and then into the woods. Um, I guess the
3: first thing I'll do is, if I can't see any creature or anything around, I'd look Mm. down and- is the blood still fresh, or is it like, cold now? Yeah, it looks-
0: it looks- oh, look. It is- it's very cold. The conditions are quite cold. Uh, so I would say the blood is cold but it still looks very fresh yes okay yeah so it's still it hasn't frozen it's very yet, wet so. it's wet yeah okay yep yeah. so this is
3: actually very very recent mm. uh, yeah i'll run back to the car and mm. uh Ashkin,
0: have you got a torch or something around here uh yeah sure hang on let me just grab one and he gets out of the car and he goes around to the to the boot and yep. he opens it up and he pulls out like a, a torch, a big torch. Yeah. Checks it. Yep. Ooh, it works. Yep. And hands yep. it to you. Uh, stay
3: here and keep the car running. I'll be. It uh, looks like the blood's fresh. It's probably just a large beer. Let me just go see if Eddie's all right. I'll be. Oh. Okay. Less than five minutes. Sure. Uh, I sure run Okay. And like, turn on the torch and just have a look at the footprints, I guess, in the snow.
0: Um, so you don't notice any footprints but what you do notice is a, um like, all, uh, the, the markings look like someone has been dragged through the snow. Yeah. Um, do you want to give me a track roll? Yeah.
3: Oh, that's actually good for once. It's 11.
0: <laughs> Fantastic! So, uh,
3: track. That's a uh, half success.
0: Okay. Yep. Yep, uh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll so spend
3: three points if i luck like to make that a full success.
0: Probably don't need an extreme success for this. I oh, think the okay. hard is plenty. I'll keep my 25 yeah. luck points then. Yeah. I'd, yeah, you might want to keep those. They might come in handy for later. Yeah. Um, so... You, after a few meters, maybe, oh, not a few, maybe 10 or 20 meters, uh, the blood starts to uh, become harder to spot as it meshes with the snow. Um, but you still can track some of the, still to track some footprints and, uh, some, uh, like a, almost like someone's dragging a body. Um, uh, I should say, though, it's not footprints that you notice, but almost like... almost like hoofprints. Okay, yep. Yeah. Footprints.
3: Hoof Hoofprints is weird.
0: Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. It's very odd. Uh, they're definitely not human.
1: Big, yeah, big like, no thank you. No. I'm just yeah.
0: thinking like, I'm like, oh
3: shit, Marie might not have just been stir-crazy after all. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I'll continue following it. You continue following the footprints. Uh, and yeah, with your hard success, you are able to follow the footprints. Uh, they sort of lead through the, the thick woods as it gets. Uh, the woods get thicker and thicker, and, uh, the ground gets harder and harder to spot, but you can still make out the hoofprints.
3: Just trying to keep track of, like, how much blood has been, like, the chances of Edie being
0: alive at the moment um you can give me a intelligence roll or a natural world roll or biology
3: uh that's a past the half because it's 55 then 27 then 11 that means I rolled a roll to 21 so
0: that's okay, a hard so a, a hard success yeah yep. yep. okay yep. anything under half is a hard success yeah yeah so, just looking at this blood, uh, you're pretty sure Eddie's Eddie's not alive. Like, no man has lost this much blood and is still yep. alive that you know of. At this point, I'd probably just sort of stop and just run back to the car then. Sure. Okay. You start running, you start running back. Um, yeah, so you make it back to the car and a Chuck's waiting for you. What's going on, Teddy? Is, is he uh, alright? I... It,
3: I don't think he's made it no one can lose that much blood. Oh, Let's go quickly before what it comes fuck? back. Whatever
0: the hell it is Oh my god. All right. Well call the police in the morning, but we got to get back yeah. the storms coming in and um, Yeah, so he gets um, you back. I'll we'll jump get back in the...
3: in the car. I'll be, little, I'll be like My friend mentioned a uh, Wendigo or something. Do you know any characteristics about them?
2: Oh?
0: Any as you as you say the word Wendigo he starts, you can tell he like shivers a bit. And he's like, how did you hear about the Wendigo?
3: Uh, one of my friends apparently saw like a some sort of tall figure. We just, mm. it was straight after the car crash. We just assumed that she was yeah. just suffering from shock. But she mentioned it could be a Wendigo or something. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that you're obviously indigenous to these parts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Wendigo's... They don't exist, obviously. They're, you know, mythological creatures, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the stuff of legends and bedtime stories and, you know, things you tell your kids to... to uh, tell your kids about, so they eat their vegetables and go to sleep on time, you know? That's... My, uh, my mother used to, you know, do that sort of, you know, go to sleep, don't stay up too late or the Wendigo will get you, you know what I mean? But, yeah, a lot of our... A lot of our stories uh, feature manitous, which are kind of like evil spirits. And some people say that the Wendigo uh, is a kind of manitou. Uh, it's an evil spirit that haunts the woods. And um, you no, know, I've never seen one myself, obviously. But you know, my uh, my old man was very superstitious, and he um, he used to talk about him all the time. You know, foolish old man, really. But yeah, that's uh, I. I mean, what happened to your friend? What happened to Eddie back there? I mean, it's probably more likely to be a wolf. Like I've seen plenty of wolves around. Uh, the tracks were hooves. Hooves. I yeah,
3: I don't hear any about deer uh, hunting. Oh. The door was ripped clean off, so I'm just wondering if there's any other. Has there been any sightings recently?
0: Have any creatures around here? No, nothing like that. I mean, some people come up here to search for Bigfoot or whatever, but I mean, I've never personally seen one. Right. I mean, maybe maybe talk to Arthur. He's, uh, he's a bit of a... He, t- he tends to talk about him a lot. He's writing a book, I hear.
3: Yeah. Well, I know someone who likes books.
0: They're probably getting on real well right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, as, you, as you're wandering back, uh, or you're, you you, uh, Ashak and Teddy are driving back, uh, we'll go back to the cabin. Uh, so, Marie has just seen Percy Weaver sort of storm off after he's had some weird thing happen to him. As Percy storms off up the stairs towards the, uh, towards the, uh, his, his room... Um, because the rooms are all on the second floor, so downstairs is, like, the great room. Um, suddenly the door, the back doors, uh, or the, I guess the side doors, swing open, and this big guy with, with sort of, like, a red face, and he's got, like, snow all over his face, and, like, his icicles, and he comes in, and he's got, like, a giant deer, drags it into the main room. He's like, look what I just caught. Greatest hunter alive. And he spots Marie. And he says, oh, hey there. How you doing? You uh, you just got here? And he sort of drops the deer on the floor and the, the deer is like bleeding out still. Looks like it's been shot. And he says, uh, Greg Fallon. He goes to offer you his hand. That is
1: under my breath. Not surprising. Ah, nice to make your acquaintance.
0: Ah, oh. enchanté, enchanté. He goes to like kiss your hand, but he slobbers a bit too much as he does it. And he says, so uh, what brings you to these calls, parts?"
1: Well, if you insist, I, I'm looking for my goddaughter. You seen any young couple come through here in your time?
0: Ah, oh, just, uh, Mr. Morello and his hot daughter. And he gives Rose a wink. And Rose sort of like, almost looks like she's throwing up in her mouth a little bit. No, can't say I have. You, uh, you ever shot a deer before?
1: No, and quite frankly, I never intend to. I mean, the remnants of the dead deer that you've caught so gracefully seems to be going all over this nice wooden floor. Why don't you go and take that back outside?
0: Well, uh, if you insist. And he, um, drags the the deer back outside. And then at this point, uh, a young woman uh, looks to be a touch over 18. She's, and she's also got a brown complexion, thick, dark hair. And she's like, oh, Greg, you're leaving a stain on the floor. Get that out of here. Greg's like, oh, Fuck off, hear it I'm trying to meet the meet the guests. God and he goes and drags the deer back outside. Oh. and uh hear it sighs and goes to goes to the the storage cupboard to try and find a broom or a mop or something to clean up the blood stain that's now on the floor
1: i turned to her uh, oh what an awful man honey let me help you clean i'm sure that's not one of the most disgusting things you've had to deal with since food.
0: yeah oh thank you no that's not necessary you're you're a guest please um dinner will be served shortly um i'm assuming it's deer again uh, that's all we seem to be finding these days. Um, no, but I, I'm quite fine. Thank you, thank you though, thank you. And she pulls out like a, a mop and bucket. She starts wandering over to the stain on the floor. As she does this, um, you also notice a couple of people have started to appear from their rooms. And you probably notice this too, Percy, as you're walking up, you see a rather um, like a gruff looking man in a very nice suit. He comes out of uh, room four, and um, which is uh, the room sort of near the front door, uh, so, but obviously up a level. Um, and he sort of steps out, and he starts heading down, and he doesn't really pay you no mind, but he's he's there. And then you also notice a uh, another man uh, coming out of room eight, which is like directly opposite the other end and he's like a, an older man um, with a very pointy neck quite pointy chin and he looks quite like quite frail almost um and he starts pottering out he said oh did someone say dinner's ready thank goodness you also notice the bells rung uh so here it says oh oh no another one and he uh she wanders over and there's this man at the um Another man. This, this guy is—he's um, got like sort of half moon glasses, and he is quite tall and quite slender. And he's uh, at the uh, at the reception desk, and he's looking a little nervous as well. Do you want to give me a spot hidden, Marie?
1: Sure do. Ooh. Fourteen. Sorry, it's
0: a hard success, but not an extreme success. Hard success is is fine by me. We can work with that. Uh, So you notice this guy starts flicking through the ledger, almost like hurrying, like he's looking for something. And he starts scrolling through the, the names. And as Hewitt approaches the desk, this man sees her and then quickly stops what he's doing, puts everything back, as he says oh hello and he's he's hiring them talking um if you want to try and listen in you can give me a listen roll
1: okay i'm gonna go behind the bar and grab what i hope i can find is vinegar there um and then i'm gonna say sweetie i know you said you don't need help but i'm absolutely gonna help you out and you look like you already got your hands full and as i and as I say that, I walk over and I start cleaning up the blood. Mm. And I kind of, I pretend to be muttering to myself but I'm listening in. So, like, my husband, well, you know, he, he was a hard man. And, you know, I've cleaned up blood a time or two and blah, 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 blah. As I'm like there cleaning, but I'm kind of listen to what's happening.
0: Sure. Okay. Give me a listen roll.
1: 74. I probably can't hear anything over the sound of my own voice. Yeah. So can I push it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. How are you, how are you going to push the roll?
1: I stop talking to myself and keep scrubbing. Okay. That's much better. That's, that's a 30 and is
0: a regular success. Regular success. Okay, cool. Uh, so as you're you're scrubbing away, uh, so you've just said to, to the lady, oh, I've got this. I'll be fine. And, and she says, oh, oh, please, please don't. You don't have to. But I think deep down she's grateful that you've done this for her. Um so you start scrubbing, but you know, you, as you scrubbing, you can hear this conversation and you don't make out too much, but you can, what you do make out is, I am Dr. Haddad, I'm, uh, I'm got a reservation, uh, for three nights. Um, and just, yes, that'll be, you know, 7 it'll be three dollars. Yeah, sorry. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, excuse me, but did you say, uh, dinner would be served? And she said, yes. And and he says, oh, um, could I possibly, um, get a, get a menu or something? And she said, yeah, sure. And, um, she starts bending over and you can see him writing in his notebook something. And he looks at the ledger and he's writing in his notebook, looking at the ledger, writing in his notebook, looking at the ledger, writing in his notebook. Um, and then she gets up and he puts his, he puts his notebook away and he says, oh, thank you, thank you. And, um he wanders off um, and he he looks at you he probably notices you staring at him and he starts he starts looking a bit nervous and he quickly covers his face with his hat and he starts heading off into the dining room and it, so you starts seeing a few more people come down into the dining room now and it's quite a few people, it's quite a lot um, and um Everyone sort of gets up and the the guy by the fireplace is, Oh, I hear dinner's ready. That sounds lovely. I hope it's dear. and he sort of potters up and he's quite like a rotund man, obese, and starts walking over. And Rose finishes her drink and she says, Oh, I guess it's dinner time. And uh, and she sees her dad uh, coming down the stairs and she's Oh daddy and the gruff man uh, sorta of says, Oh oh Hey there sweetie how was your how was your night how was your day did you do much she's like no when are we going home he says oh i told you when when we when work dies down we'll we'll come home i promise what are you guys doing in all this teddy got back yet uh i think at this point ashak and teddy have arrived they've come in through the front door yeah, I'll just come, so they in,
1: come in, after in
0: after that, Dr. Harris? Yeah, after that, after that Harry guy left, Um, he's gone. And then Ashak and Teddy walk in through the door. And Ashak goes, um, he he quickly goes to hear it. He says, something's happened to Eddie. I, I need to find the boss. Do you know where he is? And they start whispering to each other. He says, oh, okay, okay. And he sort of wanders off. Probably come
3: over. Like, I'd probably go straight to Marie. Yeah. And just be like, Marie, what did you see in the woods? Back there. Can you describe it?
1: not listen, we'll talk about it later.
3: This is important. Eddie's dead. I'll sort of whisper that. Like,
1: and then instead of whispering, I go, WHAT?!
3: I'd sort of like grab her and drag her off a bit, <laughs> like, away from everyone. Uh, Eddie's dead. Uh, there was blood everywhere.
0: I'll look around the room. Do I recognize anyone? as well? Mm, apart from Percy who's walking up the stairs yeah, and uh, I guess the woman in the shawl and the woman yeah. in the red dress and That's the, true. Yeah, apart from that I you was, don't really, uh, you I don't really recognise that,
3: anyone. Like Dominic Strello or uh, mm. Joseph Sutton or Mar- Marilyn?
0: probably don't have a f- picture of Dominic.
3: Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be telling Marie, uh, basically. Uh, when we got back, the door seemed to be ripped off its hinges, and there was blood everywhere. I followed it for some time, but Eddie would be long gone. I quickly hightailed it out of there. We drove back.
1: Oh my god, poor Eddie. I- Well, I don't even know what I saw anymore. Uh, but again, we'll talk about it later. This. Oh my god, there's so much happening here, and this awful man came in with a deer, and um, uh, it, it's it's too much. It's too much. Okay, okay And I yeah. walk off to go and find Percy, because I was worried about him before, when that woman, um, mm. treated some kind of thing there. So I want to go yep. and find Percy.
0: Okay. Where, where are you, what are you doing at this point,
2: Percy? Uh, I've stormed upstairs, I've found my room, I've slammed the door shut, I've locked the key, and I'm like, just...
3: Are you in the ensuite room or the single? Room?
2: Uh, I think you gave me the on- the the big one, didn't you? Yeah,
3: the big one. Yeah. Yeah. I ensuite. They I, I just gave that to you. When I yeah. Anyway, <laughs>
2: I, I've, I've turned around, locked the door in a in a panic, and I'm just like trying to calm down. Okay. Yeah, she 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 drugged me. She drugged me. She drugged me.
0: Okay. Uh, so I'll describe the room you're in. So uh, it's a uh quite a a spacious room uh there is a desk on the right hand side there is a queen-sized bed in the middle it looks very well made Um, to the the left of the bed there's like a nightstand with an like a a clock on there looks like there's an alarm Um, there's also um a fireplace to the left which looks like it's it's been running for a little while Uh, but the embers are starting to die down a bit. Um, and as you're in the room, you can smell, like, fire, uh, like, smell, like, wood fire, and you can hear people talking and and chatting downstairs, and you occasionally hear, um, the shrill sounds of, of Christine, uh, going, George, they're serving deer! That sounds lovely! Yes, yes, deer. and she says, ha-ha-ha, oh, get it? Because I'm your dear." And like, yes, okay. And um, they, they walk downstairs. So you're basically alone on the top floor.
2: Uh, I, I checked the samples in my bag again. What Are, are they doing anything?
0: Mm, they're just, no, they're not, they are not appear to be doing anything interesting. Still cold? Yeah, they're still cold, though, oh, yeah. But
2: this room is quite warm.
0: Mm, the room is warm.
2: Uh... How, how can no, none of these people know who Marilyn Sutton is? This uh, I didn't ask for Patrick O'Shea, I guess. But uh... oh well, the driver didn't know about him. Uh, yeah, George and Christine didn't know about Patrick either. Uh, I'm just taking a moment to calm down. I think.
0: So while you're doing that, uh, we'll go back downstairs to Marie and Teddy. As you walk in through the front door of the of the the lodge to the right there's a dining room and um there's like about three or four tables set up um so you see um rose and her dad they've got a they've got a seat and they're sitting by themselves you see the 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 old man uh like the the big the large man he starts chatting to to christine and george wallace about also or maybe not so much chatting i think christine's doing all the talking and and the other two are just like yes that's interesting and, and george is like yes that's yeah i guess i've heard these stories a million times before um and then you see by themselves as if you people by themselves uh you see uh the old man who you saw walking down the stairs sitting by himself having some deer you see greg fallon come in and he's Shaking off all the snow and he's looking a little bit more like a like a normal person, you know he's quite a large man, fat face, clean shaven trying to to get a seat with Rose and 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 her dad and he's like, hey, you mind if I sit down and and the dad's like, no he's like, I guess not and um, so he he starts sitting down at a table, hear it guess sits down next to him because there's nowhere else to sit. Hannah Fleur is there as well so she's probably sitting with Greg, well, she's sitting down first, and Greg sort of just—I oh, guess I'll sit down next to this woman—and he starts talking to her, and she's like, "Oh, sick of this guy." You also notice uh, another woman uh, who's sort of sitting down by herself, and she is dressed in looks to be work clothes, and she's eating a meal by herself as well. One chair over, there's another guy eating by himself, so. There's a lot of people in this room, is all I'm trying to say. So is there anyone in particular you want to talk to? Do you want me to describe anyone or are you looking for anyone in particular that you're looking to uh, talk with?
1: I've gone up to see Percy, so yep. I haven't seen these people
0: yet. Okay, so you're not even going to have dinner. Alright.
1: Not, not yet. i want
0: to go up to okay, see Percy yet. first. Sure, okay. Yep, no worries. Uh, and Teddy, what are you doing? Uh, I'd probably...
3: Chicken with Ashken, obviously. Ashak. A- Ash- Ashak. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and just ask him basically. Uh, have you informed the police or? Oh,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I just called them and they said they'll send Great. a car up.
3: Okay. Well, Surprising that they're actually doing something for us.
0: Well, That's good. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's. I don't know how long it's gonna take. There's like one sergeant that operates in this whole area, so I don't know. I'm hoping that I try to be as serious as possible, and hopefully they'll send more than that sergeant up there because he's he's fucking useless. Hey, I'd
3: recommend keeping the guests inside, or at least not too yeah. straight apart from the lodge. I'm sure the fires, of the light will keep it away.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's for the best. I think as long as everyone stays inside, I think we'll be safe. It's almost a hint of irony, but the, uh, the old man who was walking down the stairs, he, um, he says, well, that was a lovely meal. I might go for a walk. And he starts to get up and uh, he gets up, and he looks like he's going to go outside.
3: Yeah, I'll uh, give Ashik a pointed look. Uh,
0: sir. Oh, Oh, hello, young man. What are it's- you doing here? How old is this man? How old does he's he look? He's like, he's old. He looks to be like like I don't know, like 60, 65. Yeah. Uh be like this frail old man. He's probably
3: got a hunch. Yeah. I'd be like yeah. uh hey, my name's uh, Edward. I'll reach out to shake his hand.
0: Oh, that's a lovely name, Edward. Uh, Mr. Burgess, at your service, Good. Arthur Burgess. And he shakes Pleasure your hand. You. Pleasure to meet you too. Um, did you know? Did you know that Mercury's currently in retrograde? And and right, that means right. and, and that means if Mercury's in retrograde, that means that Venus is in the wrong spot. And if Venus is in the wrong spot. That means that all hell's gonna break loose. <laughs> or at least that's what the that's what the Native Americans used to think, right?
3: So long as it's in the sky, I <laughs> think it's in the right spot. Right you are.
0: What's up is up, and what's down is down, and what's left is left, and what's right is right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: You're going outside just. Don't stray too far. Just stay up next to the lodge because there's uh, some dangerous creatures around.
0: That's all right. The manatees will protect me. They always do. Okay.
3: <laughs> I'm just look confused. I'm like, okay, I don't know
0: what. I give say. me, give me a psychology <laughs> roll.
3: Oh, that's decent. Twenty-nine. Yeah.
0: Fail. Fail. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, this guy, this guy, something off about this guy, yeah, but you can't, just, pu- can't quite, can't yep. quite put your finger on what it could be. Nope. <laughs> yep.
2: uh, he's just a nutter.
0: Yeah, I've, I've warned him, <laughs> he's a
3: nutter, I'm just like, right, um, cool. Yeah. I'll look back at that and just like, just, when he walks out the door, just like, just chicken on him every yeah. now and then just to make sure he doesn't yeah. stray too far.
0: Yeah. They speak to me! Did you know that they talk to me, young man?
3: is he talking to me or the Yeah, he's still talking yeah. to you. It's like <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do.
2: Ah. Yeah,
0: they they say all kinds of things. They talk about things like the end of the world. They talk about things like who's going to win the lottery next week. They talk about who's going to be the next president. It's it's a real mystery what you get with these Manitous, but they uh they all have their ways and they all love mysteries.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy mysteries myself. but
0: Oh, I- are you exactly a mystery is... fan yourself, are you?
3: You can say that, yeah. Uh, what exactly is a Manitou, if you don't mind me asking?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked. So Manitous are, they're, they're spirits that the, uh, the native Algonquins they are the, the tribe in the area, and they used to believe that the evil spirits were coming to get them, you know? But they're actually just, just normal spirits who give you wisdom and guidance and all sorts of things. And I, I talk to them all the time, and they tell me unspeakable truths, and they tell me all sorts of things. But yeah, I'm actually writing a book about it.
3: That's very interesting. Have they told you about the moon yet, or not?
0: Oh yeah, they talk about the moon all the time. How it used to be the eye of a moose, but but I don't believe any of that stuff. That's silly. We all know the moon is is just a big rock in the sky. <laughs> yeah. It's no moose at all. Ah, but anyway, uh as I said, I'm writing a book. So if you'd like to, to hear more about it, I'm happy to talk to you more. But I'm at the moment, I'm going to go out for a lovely stroll just to fill my, my lungs with pure cold Manitou air. <laughs> All right. and, uh, and he starts to walk off.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely just putting it down as completely crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I think. <laughs> rocks. The moon's just a rock in the sky.
0: The moon's just a rock in the sky. No, Who no. believes that? Yeah. Um okay.
3: I will Yep, I guess I'll just go grab something to eat and I'll probably just eat at the bar and grab a drink.
0: Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. So while you're doing that, um Marie and Percy, what are you guys getting up to?
1: I walk up and I knock on his door. Can I say Percy. Uh, uh, percy are Percy uh, right? no, no, she, to...
2: she, 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 she she drugged me she drugged me
1: Percy, I really ought to think I better come in and make sure that you're okay
2: uh, I, I I don't know if i nah, I think I'd rather be alone at the moment uh
1: Percy cut it out, I'm coming in <laughs> open the damn door
2: uh, okay, and I unlock the door okay you unlock the door Shit. that 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 woman the uh, miss Fleur. she 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 must have drugged me or something
1: happened put your gloves
2: on are you okay let me get your gloves Are you got your gloves <laughs> yeah they're on <laughs> uh she she said she was gonna just read my palm or something and then she touched my palm and then i was in the forest and then there was a humongous disgusting creature that grabbed me and uh, uh, it's, it's drugs it's, it's gotta be drugs I, I i i don't know what drug i've been trying to work out which drug it could have been i, I haven't drank anything i i haven't eaten anything uh, she, I, I don't know how she got into my system.
1: I say sometimes there are things we just don't necessarily understand, but we don't need to explain them just yet. What kind of creature did you see? Can you describe it to me? It
2: was it? it? Was it was, it was, it was a big, bloated man. with uh, it, it, it was disgusting, but it's not real. It's not real. It's just a hallucination. It's got to be just a hallucination.
1: Probably, Percy. But even sometimes our brain, our brain can tell us things. So... I don't know are there any clues that you can think of in what you saw anything that's related because i mean we have been seeing some pretty weird stuff to begin with so we just accept that it's a hallucination
2: i i i don't know what i I don't have any leads okay uh i i i I had an appointment at the university Uh, uh one of my associates showed me a sample and i play a sample of a similar see this It it's cold it's too cold it shouldn't be a lie but it is uh and it could be a super buck i don't know and i came up to, to to bangor to find out where it came from and it came from marilyn sutton and apparently she might be up here but no one up here seems to know her i i, I don't know what's going on i don't have any leads no one seems to know who she is where she might be or where this thing and i'm holding it showing it
1: came backs away as she sees the sample and he says it might be a super bug it's just just a little bit away um <laughs> said okay percy there's a lot of things there and i know you're a man of science so this is going to be really hard for you sometimes the lord jesus likes to test us and we come across various things that we may or may not understand that our science cannot tell us but why don't we just think this is a science that we don't understand yet Can you imagine what bacteria must have been like to people who didn't know what bacteria was? Witchcraft. Okay? But we're just gonna take a deep breath, try and work out what's going on. Can you do that for me, Percy?
2: Uh, Okay, but as I said, I, I, I don't have any leads. No one here seems to know anyone that we... none of the names that we keep mentioning.
1: I am getting increasingly worried about my goddaughter because all of these things don't seem to make sense. But the only way that we can work that out is by talking to these people and by piecing things together logically. We're going to do that as a team, Percy.
2: All I know is Patrick O'Shea was meant to have brought Marilyn Sutton up here and no one seems to know either of them.
1: What do you mean he's got married?
2: Uh, at, at the hospital, the, the person that discharged Marilyn uh, she, uh, was signed by Patrick O'Shea, and that's the address that was on the discharge papers. So I went there to find Marilyn to uh, assess her about what this bug might be, but they, neither of them were there. And the the woman across the hall said that uh, uh, but, but someone was murdered, and it wasn't Marilyn, it was, it was Diana Morris or something. Uh, look... I don't know where she is. I don't know where he is and I, I I've, I've, I'm at a dead end. I don't know where this bug came from.
1: Oh my god, did, was Marilyn infected? Do you know? Does she have a baby?
2: She should be dead.
1: Well, I'm glad she's not, Percy, but I don't know.
2: She had a temperature she she had a temperature of 41 degrees Fahrenheit. She should be dead.
1: That's ridiculous. Your measurements must be wrong.
2: Well, that's what I said, but 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 this thing is in this hot room with a fire, and it's still just squirming around. But yet, yeah, it's still cold. How is this thing cold? <laughs> like hold, hold it up to it. Do you want to touch it?
1: <laughs> it's blue. Why is it blue?
2: Uh, I, I, don't know.
1: <laughs> is it, it? It. I mean, you said the creature had blue bile in in your hallucination.
2: Well, yeah, I, I think that. Well. Yeah. Yeah. uh
1: What if that's the sauce? I mean, let's, let's just think about animals. And uh, this is as far as I understand, right? But animals have diseases, right? That humans can catch.
2: Uh, correct.
1: Yes. Rats, plague, Let's Let's just assume that this is a normal creature, okay? What if that is 0.0? What if we're at 0.0? And these people ain't sick because they ain't been infected yet.
2: So Marilyn's... Patient zero, you're suggesting.
1: Maybe I don't know. That's your job.
2: <laughs> well, where is she? No one seems to know where, where she is. And we
1: will piece that together. You need to put your big boy panties on. We are going down and we are going to suss all these suspicious, <laughs> ruined, horrible people.
2: All right. And I get everybody with bravery on it and I storm out the door.
0: <laughs> okay. Good. So, you
2: both storm
0: downstairs...
2: And and I stormed down. there. I, I've been given. I've been given a. Unless you can tell me something else here, but I've been given like a. Look, like, I, I I I'm confused and I'm angry and I just want facts and I just want answers. So I storm down. I burst into the dining room. I'm like, right, everyone, tell me your names, who you are, where you've been, how long you've been here, and then and, and like, I start charting all their contact. Okay, so i like following
1: you... him and I try and diffuse that by being like. I'm sorry, everybody. This is Professor... Um, I'm sorry, what's your last name again? Pref- Professor Weaver. This is Professor Weaver. And you need a minute of your time, please, and thank you. Now, we will do this in an orderly routine, so please enjoy your dinner, but we will get around to you as best we can. Percy?
2: What's Alex want to tell us? <laughs> we'll We'll run
0: it back. So, Percy Weaver storms into the dining room and starts yelling out, I want everyone's names and numbers and who you are and all that sort of stuff. Where have you been, how long have you been here? A few people look at you like you're crazy. Greg Fallon gets up out of his chair and looks at you and says, and who made you the fucking king of Winter Haven? And he gets right in your face. Give me a spot
2: hidden. Uh, success.
0: Both of his of his hands are really bruised like he's been punching something like almost broken like he's been punching something over and over again or he's punched something hard and heavy
1: murray steps in between them oh there's no need for that if you had any inkling of affection for me you'll sit your butt back down in a chair and wait for professor weaver to come and have a conversation with you
0: well uh it wouldn't be the first time i disagree with a lady and it won't be the last who the fuck are you? I ain't telling you
2: shit. Yeah, and I just I just come clean to everyone in the room. I'm like, uh, "Professor Percy Weaver, blah blah blah, expert from Spanish flu. There could be a super bug here in this lodge, uh, and I'm trying to find out what it uh, what the story is." So I I'm completely honest with the whole room.
0: How, how much do you, how much do you give out about the bug?
2: That that is surviving in the cold when it shouldn't. Right. And that it apparently makes erratic and violent behavior
0: as you as you start talking uh you see another gentleman get up uh and he was the one sitting next to or sitting with the woman who was wearing work clothes and he gets up and he says greg greg take a seat take a seat uh excuse me sir uh i am i am the manager in charge here uh how about we take this to my office
2: it's gonna kill us sure (laughs) okay
0: and uh,
2: he takes you back out to... Uh, do, do you mind if my friends come with me here? I'm back to America now. I was English before. <laughs> Maybe it's part of my character. He, when, when he's when he's on the job, he's American. And then when he's nervous, he's British. <laughs> uh, can my friends come with me? <laughs> Give me a persuade roll. Well, I don't see why this needs to be
0: private. Look, I don't even know who you are or who your friends are. I just want to know what's going
2: on. And I think you and I should have a private conversation about this. I, I, I would feel more comfortable if my, my friends came with me. We, we came here together. Uh, give me, yeah, give me a swipe roll. Uh, uh, fail.
0: Look, son, I don't know who you are or what you're doing here, or even if anything that you're saying is true. And to be quite honest with you, if you're gonna come in here and scare my guests out of my own hotel. I'd want to know that you've got even a shred of dignity before I call the police and have you escorted off the property. So no, your friends are not going to be joining you. You and I are going to have a conversation about your conduct on my property. And he, uh, I, instead of dragging you into the office, which is on the the other side, which is like there's a sign that says employees only. Before he does that, I'll be like, uh, uh, what, what is your name, sir? Evan. And he pulls you out He says, I'm Evan. I'm the manager here and I wanna know who who the hell you think you are scaring my guests like that.
2: As I said, I'm Professor Percy
0: um,
1: I step forward and put a hand on his arm and I say, I'm sure we can work it out, please. He's our friend and he only means well. He's here for the welfare. I can vouch and be a testament to his cute character. And if you ask anybody, you will find all of his credentials check out with the university. Now I'd kindly like to step into the office with you so that I can make you both feel comfortable
0: you can give me a Persuade role as well. You can see you're doing a different tactic, so give me a Persuade
2: roll.
1: <laughs> Dream success. Oh,
2: oh good. Yeah, come with me, Marie. I'll talk to you, but I'm not gonna talk to
0: any of you. Uh, and he, he says, all right, come with me. And um, he takes you to, uh, into the Employees Only section. Um, As you walk in, uh, there is a a small hallway. Uh, To the right, there's a door. Uh, And to the left, there's like another corridor that sort of branches off in a T intersection. Uh, And then there's another door at the end of this hall. So he starts unlocking, like he pulls out some keys and starts unlocking the door to the right. And on the plaque, you see um, a sign saying Manager's Office and below that is uh, the name Stuart Sutton. And he opens the door and he uh, invites you inside. It's just like a desk and um, there's like some filing cabinets that's overflowing, Uh, looks to be full of documents around. Um, There's like a map of the Lodge uh, and he sort of sits you down and he says, right, you can start explaining to me what what your friend's doing here.
1: Sir, so I don't know the particulars, because to be quite honest, I don't really understand the science of it. But that man is a national treasure, and he is here trying to protect the welfare of our guests. Now, I know that he probably didn't do it in the most gentle, and perhaps uh, diplomatic ways, but I can certainly help him with it. But he needs to ascertain some questions of these guests, because we understand that Winter Haven might be the source of a potential bug, as he calls it, that might become something like the Spanish flu. Now, that's pretty big, and I- I'm sorry for the way he handled it, but we mean no harm.
0: Well, uh, what do you want to know?
1: Well, first of all, my goddaughter Marilyn may have passed through here, and she's actually the wife of uh, Stuart's brother. I'm-, I'm very good personal friends with the family, and I'm ever so worried, so my, my first question is just purely personal. Have you seen her, or Joseph? Stuart.
0: um he says no i can't say i've seen him uh last i saw stewart was a few days ago um he said he was out getting some errands and he never came back
1: have
0: he you since? no can't say i have he tends to uh he doesn't always live up here he tends to travel a lot from town to town uh, i tend to look after the place i run i run the show while he's not here
1: he said he was just going out for errands, right?
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And he would normally tell you if he was traveling?
0: Yeah, he tells me all the time. In fact, I I think he's uh he's he did mention he was going up to Toronto uh in the next uh, next few days. So, honestly, if anything he's there.
1: Uh, uh thank you. It's just it's so great to have some actual answers. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, have you met Marilyn and Joseph before? Because I know they've come up and they really enjoyed Winter Haven.
0: No, haven't met them.
1: How long have you worked here
0: for? I've been working here now for two or three years.
1: Interesting, because I think they would have come up in and around that time. That's odd that you wouldn't well, have met them.
0: I don't think they've been up here before.
1: I describe what Marilyn looks like and what Joseph looked like. Maybe. like maybe they've used a different image. Yeah.
0: No, they've never been here before. You can give me a psychology role
2: if you like. Someone's live.
1: <laughs> Someone's
2: live. going lie uh, 35.
1: 35? Yep. Is that a success? So, that's a success,
0: Yep. Okay. Um, the moment you mention Marilyn Sutton and Joseph Sutton, he has this look on his face... You, in your mind, like when you look at the way he talks, like he's definitely hiding something. Um, but you're not sure exactly what he's hiding. He's definitely leaving some parts out though.
1: So I'm really, really worried about my goddaughter and anything you could give me would be very helpful. Anything that you can remember. I, I will never hold it against this place. I'm not interested in punishment or vengeance or anything like that. I just wanna tell this baby's parents Hopefully, something that can put their mind at rest. Because we love her ever so dearly. And are you sure you don't have anything?
0: No, I've I've got nothing. Um, I they haven't been up here. I know uh, the boss, Stuart. He uh, never really mentions anything about his family. So uh, I think there's been maybe a falling out between the two. Alright. So, so be it. Tell me tell me how you know them. How do you know about the about the son?
1: I told you sir, they're my close family friends. That's my yeah. my baby goddaughter and I love her ever so much. Yeah. I've supported her ever since she was little. But I, I guess then on to the more pressing matter, which is why Professor Weaver is doing what he be doing. Um I need to know, do you have any missing guests or have any guests come in ill or left ill?
0: No, none of, the, none of the guests are real at the moment.
1: Can I roll for psychology? Yeah, go for it. 16. That is a hard success.
0: Hard success? He's lying.
1: Well, sir, if you can not help me then, thank you. But please allow us to do what we need to do in order to, to get through this and learn what we need to learn, please. I, I promise I will encourage my friend to be more diplomatic.
0: If anyone makes a fuss or if anyone leaves as a result of this, I will sue you and your friend for all of the money you possibly could own. If you sink this hotel, I will sue you and all of your friends for all of the money that you own. Are we clear? But well, all
1: I'm clear on, sir, is that that's an awful large threat to a woman who you don't know very well. And I have friends in powerful places, so that may just be the dumbest thing you've ever said. I can ruin you with three words in a newspaper article. Game on, sir. Game on. Now, I want to play nice. Do you want to play nice, or you want to keep bullying?
0: And he sort of, uh, he gets up, and he opens the door. And, uh, he gestures you out, and he says... You sleep tight tonight, miss. You sleep tight tonight.
1: She laughs in his face and says, oh, I always sleep tight. I hope you do the same. Mm. She walks out.
0: All right. And she walks out. Meanwhile, uh, while that's going on, um, Percy and is Teddy still there? What are you both doing? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm probably going to join Teddy. And I'm like, "Uh, Teddy, have you noticed anyone ill? Uh no. Or oh, acting weird. I <laughs>
3: just sort of like give you a like a look and be like mm. Not really. Oh, actually no. Uh there was one dude uh this Arthur fellow. He was acting very weird.
2: In, in, in what way?
3: Uh he was spouting all sorts and I just think he's just regular crazy.
2: Oh, where 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 is he?
3: He's gone for a walk outside. He should be just outside the
2: door.
0: I told him not to go far.
2: Well, I'll look out the door and see if I can see him. Uh,
0: yeah, give me a spot hidden. Uh, pass. Okay. You do see a man, uh, sort of walking out towards the tree line. Um, and it's pretty similar to the guy who you saw walking down the stairs. It's Arthur. Um, and he's walking towards the tree line, and you can hear him, like, yelling and singing and all that sort of stuff.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. One moment, please. One moment. Uh,
0: Yeah, so I'm going to give him a listen, roll because the wind is picking up. He does not hear you, and he continues to walk towards the tree line.
2: I do want to follow him, but first I'll be like, uh, all right if you can help me convince everyone to let me take their temperature that would be very useful teddy
3: sure i guess i could
2: let let's let's just say that there's a, a possible flu going around and we need to see if anyone has a fever
3: uh do you want to do this individually or as one group
2: uh well i've got two thermometers. okay sure uh just let's go one by one around the room and see if just get the temperature
0: okay so, uh, um, <laughs> I guess
3: I'll start to
0: go around Okay. We'll, we'll go to Teddy. Uh, Teddy, you start, to, uh, people have started to wander off now. Um, yeah. they've thinking, okay, these guys are weird, but they start to wander off. Well, Whoever's one trying to wander off first. Yeah. I'll, Stop them. Stop them. All uh, right. The first one would be like, uh, the, the man who was sitting with Rose. He's probably trying to get dodge pretty quickly.
3: Yeah. I'll be like, excuse me, sir. Um, oh, what do you want? <sighs> Listen, I'm just with the doctor here. Uh, we're just trying to ask, can we get your temperature, please? It's uh, for your it? own health and safety.
0: My own health and safety, huh? Yeah. Look, uh, I'm not really a big fan of health and safety. I think I'm gonna give it a pass if that's all right with you. And he starts to walk off.
3: So, you just wanna leave this world with your daughter all alone?
0: With my daughter all alone, what, what, is that a threat? Are you threatening me, sir? And he starts to, he turns back around. People were like,
3: Just pointing out the facts that maybe she wants to keep you around. Maybe you should take care of your own health. And I'll, like, hold out the thermometer.
0: You keep my daughter's name out of your fucking mouth. Capiche?
3: Sir, I'm trying to be civil here and just trying to look out for you.
0: No one needs to look out for me. I look out for me. And I look out for
2: her as well. Come, Rose. We're not doing this shit and he grabs and he start, grabs Rose uh, I, 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 no, before he runs off I'm, all, I'm like have you ever seen what a rotting corpse looks like when have you ever seen someone rot when they're alive um, so is that wait why are you saying that <laughs> I'm saying it, I'm saying it to this guy that's trying to walk up and he says what the fuck are you talking about I, I worked very closely with the Spanish flu Have you ever seen someone rot while they're alive? Uh, you your, your, your skin get, gets dishevelled, you you start vomiting and coughing and there's diarrhoea and there's, you, you get very ill and weak. Eventually your lungs give way and you and you get you, you can't breathe. Do you want that for your daughter?
0: Rose Rose looks like she's about to throw up, and um and the big guy um says you're a fucking creep. Get the fuck away from me!
2: And he. Do you want that for your daughter?
0: (laughs) Alright, you're going to need to give me an intimidate roll if you want this guy to stick around because that sounds like what you're trying to do.
2: (laughs) No, no, I'm saying if, 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 if we do not find out the cause of this illness and you have this illness and you pass it on to your daughter, do you want to be responsible for her catching this disease?
0: Dude, you're fucking crazy. I feel fine. Get the fuck away from me. Rose, fuck... Let's fucking get out of here. No one wants
2: to be healthy in this fucking... Thing.
0: As you, uh, as, as he walks away, um, you see another man, uh, the, the bigger guy, he starts to get up and he, he says, uh, is everything quite alright, son?
2: Look, we're just trying to find the, the root of a disease that may kill people, but no one seems interested in wanting to be healthy. Would it,
0: Listen, sir, can we just
3: take your temperature?
2: Do you mind if we take your temperature? <laughs> sure, I guess so.
3: All you uh, do is mess and I'll... Demonstrate.
0: Oh, it's, okay, it's a, it's a um, intraoral thermometer, okay, I gotcha, and he grabs it, and he goes, Yeah, so, uh, you guys, you guys also, I mean, I'm, I'm a doctor myself, are you also doctors?
2: Uh, I'm, a, I'm a professor that dealt with the Spanish flu, and uh, we're worried that there might be a new superbug. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a lot of Spanish flu patients myself,
0: and, um, yeah, there were definitely something, as you said, 97 degrees, perfectly healthy.
2: Here you go. Uh, Thank you. Dr. Wentworth, by the way, and he has to shake your hand. Uh, uh, Pleasure, but as as I'm sure you're aware, I'm a bit, uh... uh, There's an unknown bug going around. We 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 want to keep contact as minimal as possible. Uh, Let me know if you notice anyone unwell.
3: Call me Teddy. I'll take the hand before he just leaves them hanging. Ah.
2: (laughs) Teddy, nice to meet you. We, We would appreciate your assistance in getting everyone to assist us with our, uh assessment.
0: <laughs> well, I mean tell me more about this uh, this disease you, you're you talking about.
2: Well you probably won't believe it, but the uh, person that we believe may possibly be patient zero survived with a temperature of 41 degrees Fahrenheit. Wait you can't be serious. 41 degrees you're pulling my leg I I, I, I thought so too, but the samples are cold, too cold and I, I pull it out of my pocket, I'm like we're in, we're in a well heated room, and yet this thing has still got ice on it. Wait, you've got a sample here. It's
0: fascinating. And he grabs the sample off you. Is do you let him?
2: Uh, uh, please, be, please be kept. No, uh, I'd rather you not touch it.
0: Oh, hey, look. From one man of science to another, I'm sure we can be we can be helpful to each other. Please. Hey. Offers his hand. Okay, <laughs> Get can have <of> it. Fine. <laughs> okay, he grabs the sample and he um, he takes it over to the fire in the great room and he starts looking at it. And he's like, "Yeah, oh, fascinating, fascinating." Um, and he hands it back to you and he says, "Yeah, you're right. It's it's abnormally cold. Did you keep it in a freezer or
2: something?" No, that, that's been in this heated room all night. Wow, that is that is concerning. Uh, and he's gonna do a sanity roll anyway we are just we're just trying to find out where this thing came from. Um, yeah, he's like
0: he's like that's that's um that's
2: impossible. Yeah, we are just trying to find out where this thing came from. So if you'd th- help with convincing everyone to assist us with our inquiry, that would
0: be very appreciated. I'm I'm as I said, a man of science, so I'm always happy to help, but uh, what do you need help from us me? Find out who has been unwell. Well, I've been here for uh, for a little while now i haven't noticed anyone with any cold or flu symptoms so
2: it's not cold or flu symptoms we're looking for it's erratic behavior erratic behavior well apart from apart from Greg and 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 cold blue lips and facial skin color
0: nothing like that here except maybe arthur when he's been out of the snow for too long is he out there again
2: well yeah he just ran off into the snow yeah he 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 went out there
0: maybe go talk to him he might know something as you're talking, Christine and George Wallace um, have left the dining room. While you're talking to Wetworth, they've sort of gone upstairs. And then all of a sudden, you hear shouting
2: coming from their suite. We'll run up. We'll run up. Marie's probably coming back too. Let's all run up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think at this point, Marie's coming back
0: from uh, from talking to, to the manager. And um, as you're running up the stairs, you sort of hear... I don't how could you it's gotta be done i am sick of it i hate the fucking cold you know i don't like coming here you dragged me here and yet here we are and and it's like a full-blown domestic going on inside there and, and christine's like you can't do this to me this close to christmas how could you you bastard i hope you fucking die george and she and he's like i'm sitting your shit you 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 keep having me under your thumb this whole time and i'm over it i'm done we're done and he and he as you run up the stairs the door swings open and george is like furious and he slams the door and christine is like yelling it's like fuck you george you've ruined it i love you george i love you and george is like fuck off and he he starts walking downstairs and he sees you all running up the stairs and he's like Don't fucking talk to me! I'm sick of her and her her shit! She's, I'm I'm done! I'm fucking done! And he rushes downstairs, past you, and uh, into the hall, and then you see him, like, push the front door open. Hey, George. Oh fuck, what do you want?
3: Letting you know it's not safe outside at the moment. There's dangerous creatures out there.
0: Well, I can't be, I don't want to spend another minute in this godforsaken place. I'm done! I'm fucking done and he he just continues he turns back around and continues to go out the door yep yeah. uh yeah I'll follow him out okay it's like,
3: sort of like, Eddie's dead the guy that we left back there on the road he's
0: dead uh he's gonna do a listen roll to see if he hears you in the wind Yeah. uh he does not hear this he's sort what of he's here yelling as the wind oh. is howling and the snow is coming down and he's, like, he's trying to start his car. And yeah, you I'd, see, I'd, like, the stoop wearing of an engine, like... <laughs> and he, uh, he can't get the car started, he's like, FUCKING COLD! And he slams the car door shut, and he starts walking down the gravel driveway towards the woods. Uh, I probably would've run to him as he was starting
3: the car, and just, like, try okay. and just grab hold of him. Sort of, somewhat, try and drag him back. Or, like, you know, be like... Dude, <laughs> if you go out there, you're gonna die okay um like i know she's that, a bitch but just one more night that sounds
0: on. like that sounds like a fighting brawl roll yeah because you're gonna because you, you're trying to physically grab him i'm gonna yep. need a fighting brawl roll it's i don't su- think he's gonna resist success. yeah it's like a, yep. a success okay yeah yep. so you grab him and he's like huh what the fuck are you doing
3: you go out there in the cold, you'll die, not to mention whatever the fuck's out, is out there.
0: What do you mean what's out there?
3: Something... Ripped the door off Eddie's car and tore him apart.
0: Something tore the, the door off a car and ripped him apart? What do you so- mean by that?
3: Whatever the... Exactly what I just goddamn said. Something tore off the door, ripped him apart. Me and Ashak went back out there. Could only find the blood trail and him being dragged away somewhere.
0: Couldn't find the body. I need a lot of blood. I think Achak uh, sees. He probably heard all this, and he yeah. sort of come outside. and He's like, uh, "Excuse me, sirs, it's not safe to be out here." And he looks at Teddy. He's he's like, "Teddy, you are you okay?"
3: Yeah, I'm fine. Have you seen uh, Arthur around? Arthur? Look around for Arthur.
0: Uh, he's he's gone into the woods. I you can't okay. see him. Oh. <laughs>
3: I'll just be like, fuck. Uh, I'll turn to George and be like, well, if you want to get some here, you can come with me and go just, just go look for Arthur.
0: It's like, alright, fine. We'll go look for this guy. The- I'm going to walk
3: over to the car. I'm going to go yep. look. person you know at least what I'm not up to. And then I'm going to go okay. grab the torch from the other car that I know is there.
0: What's Marie doing at this point?
1: Um, well, I walked back out of the office, so I want to go and find Hero.
0: Hear it? Hero? Hero. Hero.
1: Hear
0: it? Yeah, sure. Um, you can't find Hear it anywhere. She appears to oh, have wandered off. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can go look for her if you like.
1: Uh, yes, please, within the confines of the building.
0: Sure, okay. Uh, so as you are w- looking around the ground floor... um sort of similar you sort of notice people uh moving back up to their rooms uh sort of moving into um i guess uh the great hall um and they're sort of milling around the fire like Wentworth is milling around the fire and he's like smoking a cigar now having a having a good time reading his book uh so he's not there uh when you walked through the employee section you didn't notice her there either She's not in the dining room, and uh, when you go upstairs, she's not outside any of the rooms. Um, but what you do see is um, the mysterious man who is talking to Hewitt at the um, the reception desk, sort of looking around various rooms. Uh, he finds a room and he opens it and it's the room that Arthur Burgess just walked out of. So it's not his room. Uh, but he walks in. What do you do?
1: I am going to just watch him from afar as best mm-hmm. I can. Yep. So walk him without being noticed.
0: Okay. And yeah, he goes in the room.
1: I do this perfectly. No need to roll.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's, you don't need to roll for that. And yeah, he wanders, he, he goes into this room and you don't hear anything for a little while.
1: I wait to see if he comes back out.
0: You, you're you waiting a while, he's not coming back out.
1: Okay. I might knock on the door and I might say... I swing this? Sir, are you the Arthur Burgess who's writing a book? <laughs>
0: Uh, no, I've
1: heard great things about you. You got some time? There's awesome.
0: there's there is no response. Um actually, give me a spot hidden. That is a regular
1: success.
0: A regular success. Okay. Uh you notice that uh as you're as you're looking at this door, you sort of notice that. Uh, there's a, a weird painting just to the right of the door, and it's of a a very large-looking creature. It's very similar to the creature that you might have seen in the woods, actually. You, you, your eyes sort of dart towards this picture, and as you're staring into this picture, looking at the details, a hand covers your mouth, and you are dragged into the room. This was the Fumbled Anthology. New episodes are released every Sunday. And for more information about the podcast, check out our website, fumbledanthology.com, or you can find us on the social media of your choice. Until next time.